0: All right, I think my volume is better this time. All right, so today... We just picked a topic out of the air. Um, well, actually, Fox picked this <laughs> picked this topic out of the air. But it, and it kind of comes back to autism, really, even though we just picked a topic that's not autism. But this is kind of one of those examples of how people on the spectrum like to take a topic. And it's just something that you enjoy. You liked this topic, and you just research the hell out of it.
1: Yep. So expect this episode to be kind of like a history lesson.
0: There you go. Yep. Yep. I like it. And I'm pretty sure, um, people listening are going to be like, what? So, um, yeah, so go for it.
1: Okay. So today's (laughs) episode is about the history of Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's, well, ever since I found out, you know, that Chuck E. Cheese was, like, out in the 80s, like, all the way to 1977, like, I quickly gained interest in learning about, like, the history, um, you know, how it came to be. I, I just get a lot of intrigue and such to, like, this specific kind of topic and such. So, anyways, here's the beginning Like, how it all started. Now, it all started when the co-founder of Atari, Nolan Bushnell, um, he decided one day, like, well, he thought about taking, like, some Atari games that, you know, you saw in the arcades, um, and then taking pizza, entertainment, and then making it into, like, one thing. And he did get some inspiration from Disney... Like, you know, like how they had their animatronic shows back in the day in Disney park, in the Disney parks. Well, that's where he got the inspiration to make these chains of restaurants. And of course he ordered, um, it was supposed to be called coyotes pizza. Um, but when the coyote costume came in, it looked more like a rat than a coyote, (laughs) Like, the tail was pink, it's like the costume designer's just completely messed up. I'm like, what the heck, how can you mess that up? But basically, they decide, okay, we'll make this work, we'll change it to Rick Rat's Pizza. But after they found out that name will be just a little ugh, they decided, well, it's it's because rats weren't big with people back in the day, especially, you know, the late 70s. You don't Um, think
0: of pizza when you think of rats, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, sort of. But basically, they decided to change the name to something that would force a smile, like Chuck E. Cheese, you know, something that'll make people smile. And thus, Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater was born. Um, They had their first location in San Jose, California in 1977, And the original uh, band was called the Pizza Time Players. It starred Chuck E. Cheese himself, Jasper T. Jowls, Pasquale the Chef, and of course, a very forgotten character, Krusty the Cat. Now, his name was spelled like with a C. You know, Krusty, like pizza crust. And I thought that was kind of a bit of a smart move, you know, like, almost like pizza crust. It's crusty. Because, like, who who doesn't like pizza crust? (laughs) And (laughs) then there was actually this trio of singing birds called the Warblets. And here's... And, you know, instead of a stage, they actually had the animatronics hanging on the wall in portraits. And it was actually... Looked pretty advanced for its time. And, of course, like, all around the corners of the room, you see the portraits of the animatronics. And right in the middle of the ceiling was a little hanging stage for the Warblets, and I found that, like, a a pretty neat design of the showroom. It was pretty cool. Hmm. And, of course, it wasn't a big location. Like, they just started out fresh. Um, Now, there are actually some show tapes that surfaced online, mostly on YouTube, um, because that's where everybody just puts forgotten media (laughs) and such, but, you know... (laughs) All- show tapes that date all the way back to the days of, you know, Krusty the cat and such can be found on YouTube, mostly. Um, however, um, once they started to build up locations, um, they sadly had- well, they didn't have to get rid of Krusty. Like, he's my absolute favorite character. He was such a sweetie. Um, but apparently- (laughs) Like, he was just straight-up adorable, I don't know why. Uh, But basically, he was apparently, you know, put out of commission. In other words, kind of retired, quote-unquote. And then they replaced him with Mr. Munch, that purple monster, I'm sure. For those of you who have been to the Chuck E. Cheese locations, you probably know who I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I got nothing wrong with Mr. Munch. I mean, he's, he's a cool dude. He's, he's awesome. It's just, I just thought the cat was a bit better. No offense. Um, maybe didn't excite kids as much. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the real reason is unknown. Some people say, oh, they didn't like his name. But really, it was like pizza crust. Come on, people. Um, but basically, maybe they just wanted to try something new. Um, and then came in the guest stars. You know, Helen Henny, the female character, you know, she's Mm -hmm. the chicken in the band. She wasn't the first female character to star in the restaurants. First, it was, you know, Foxy Colleen or Foxy Flanagan. um, If that was. She was like this. She was this Irish singing fox who would, um, you know, like the female guest stars would be switched out from time to time to keep the audience numbers coming in and as they started to expand to new locations they also had a cabaret area which is a second dining area um there was like this animatronic at the piano and there was somewhat three different characters depending on the location you went to i guess Mm -hmm. that sometimes they would be switched out there was Dolly Dimples, Artie Antlers, and of course, BB Bubbles, who was like this adorable pink elephant. She she had the cutest voice, too. Like, oh my gosh. She was always like, hi, everybody. And it was just, it fit her personality. Like, BB Bubbles, that's adorable. Um, and then there was the king, who was like a parody of Elvis, but he was a lion. Oh gosh. And he would. Oh, yeah. He was lion a. King. It was a big animatronic. Um, yeah. But it was still cool, and he sang um, these, basically these tapes of Elvis songs. Um, I don't know if they... Uh, but basically, you know, the, that was like the cabaret characters and everything that are rarely heard of, because they were mostly in the second dining area, known as the cabaret. And... As time went on, Foxy Colleen or Foxy Flanagan, like, so the show tapes, she's called Foxy Flanagan, but she's called Foxy Colleen. Like, I don't know what was going on with her last name, but. Yeah, because Flanagan is Irish. Yeah, so people just call her Foxy. Um, <laughs> okay, so, and then eventually Sally Sachet, who was a singing skunk, um, who basically sang 50s kind of songs, almost like the King did, but with the other four characters, you know, Chuck E. Cheese, Jasper, Pasquale, Mr. Munch. Yep. And sometimes the Warblets also joined in. Um, And then I think after that, there was Madame Oink. She was this French, she was a a French pig who sang French songs. Um, There's like, Freire Jaca? I I, I don't know how to... I'm not good at the accent, please. You are not French. Yeah, I'm not good at the accent, please. Don't attack me over it, please. (laughs) Um, But basically, she was, you know... She sometimes, of course, do some snorting and such when it came to her voice actress. Um, And here's um, a little known fact. Um, Krusty the Cat did appear in some shows... Um, I think it was when in the first location somewhere, there were some show tapes that surfaced online of Madame Oink doing some shows with Krusty the Cat somewhere in 1978. Um, but we don't know how that's possible. We don't know whether he made it into, like, a location somewhere, but Mm -hmm. it was said that he never left the first location, so it had to be the one in San Jose. Um... But also... Oh yeah, when they expanded to new locations, they didn't do just the portrait stage. Um, They also did like a shelf stage where the characters would appear on a shelf. And then there was... Well, the shelf kind of stage was really rare. Um, And then they moved on to something called the balcony stage to make it look like the characters were, you know, performing from on top of a balcony. Hmm. And... Well, their design choices for the stages were quite unique. Um, And that was compared to their competitor, Showbiz Pizza Place. Um, Now, before I continue, Showbiz Pizza Place was basically like a rival to Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Time Theater. It all started with a bit of a disagreement between somebody and Nolan Bushnell, I believe. um, Or somebody from the Chuck E. Cheese side. And basically, it led to that person going to this guy named Aaron Fector who agreed to kind of help him make Showbiz Pizza Place. And thus, that's where, you know, the main mascot, Billy Bob, Looney Bird. Um, Is that
0: the bear? The main yeah. guy's a bear, right? Yeah.
1: See, I went I, yeah, I there
0: when I was little.
1: I've yeah, been there. He, yeah, he had overalls that were like yep. red and yellow stripes. That's Billy Bob. And yep. he was actually voiced by um, Aaron Fector himself. Oh, interesting. He was... Um, I, yeah. Aaron Fector's, like, the head of... I think it's Creative Engineering. Um, They're th- hmm. the company that made the animatronic. They were pretty... They looked pretty good for their time. Like, I mean, Disney level.
0: Was, I, yeah, when I was little, um, I don't remember what state. I I think we were stationed in Grand Forks Air Force Base, North Dakota. But we traveled a lot, kind of to just nearby states we all would pile in the van and i'm gonna have to ask my parents if they remember where they took us to showbiz pizza and i can also also ask my sister she may know abby may know
1: you guys should know. have. you guys should have taken pictures so i could have seen it
0: we you know what we have so many pic unless it said no flash photography you know what i'm saying i mean it, there could have been no, I don't know, but we have so many uh, photos and stuff that I don't know. Maybe one will uh, pop up out of that. Yeah, huge, I know huge people collection. mostly
1: used flash because eighty 80s cameras in the dark were terrible. Um, but... Well, then this was
0: seventy. My this might have been late. When did when did um, when did that come out? Um, Showbiz Pizza Place.
1: I mean, Do I think know? it was a few years after Chuck E. Cheese opened its doors. And Chuck E. Cheese opened when? 1977. Hmm. Wonder if we were in
0: Hawaii when we went to... No, I don't know. Now I'm going to have to... Yeah, I'm going to have to ask. It was either... It was either well, maybe driving I... from North Dakota to Pizza... go over to Hawaii, but yeah. yeah.
1: Pizza Time huh. Theater came out first, and then somewhat years later came out Showbiz Pizza Place. Yep. Um. Actually, I think they came out when the 1980s came around, actually.
0: Yeah, because... Um, I'd never heard of Pizza Time. The only one I'd ever heard of was Showbiz, you know, that was it, the bear. I didn't know it had a
1: uh Well, here was, here was Chucky's character and personality during <laughs> his early years. Um, now, he wasn't <laughs> actually a mouse. He was actually a rat. Um, mm-hmm. But he wore, like, a little derby hat and, um, like, a vest and a cute little bow tie, um, and of course he had a radish appearance, the long, the long snoot. Um, yep. and then of course he got the rat tail and such, you know, if he had bigger ears, he probably would have been considered like a Dumbo rat, but he was just a yeah, regular they rat. Didn't,
0: they didn't, I don't think Dumbo rats were a thing back then. I could be wrong. But yeah, what else, um, what else did he have? I remember.
1: A cigar.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> a cane. <laughs> That's, well, a cigar. Let's go to and a Jersey, place with a cigar hanging out my mouth.
1: And a Jersey accent. Um, yep. He was, and he, he was, was from Jersey. Yeah. Now, <laughs> during his early years, he was voiced by John Widlock. Um, he was the guy who did the voices. And I think there were some other um, voice actors that were kind of auditioning. There's some audition tapes that surface somewhere online. Yeah. Um, I think this is back before, like, they opened the first location. But basically, John Woodlock got the role. Um, and he was his voice until 1983. Um, also, before I continue, um, before 1983, there was also one final guest star, Harmony Howlett. Um, mm. She's, like, this coyote cowgirl. <laughs> uh, and she really vibed with Jasper, because Jasper was a dog. He was kind of, you know, like a country guy, too. Um, or con- con- country dog, too. And they kind of just vibed. And, um, after that, then came Helen Henny. Um, now, she was gonna be just another guest star, but... Then the company decided to keep her there permanently. Now, hmm. there were some locations that did have Helen Henny, um... As just a cabaret character somewhere in the restaurants where she'd randomly, you know, turn on and play acoustic guitar. And then just basically, you know, say... And mostly she would also just appear in radio ads and such. Hmm. Yeah. Also, speaking of ads, guess what surfaced online? Chuck Cheese. Yes, we found, <laughs> we found the first ever possible ad. Um, mostly the audio, and we found some animation cells that were actually going to be used in the first ever ad, um, and we think the ad did air somewhere on TV or on the radio. Um, it's funny. And basically, John Widlock <laughs> did do the same, uh, thing for the radio ad, I think. It sounds like him, because he's almost using his crusty voice. Um, crusty. because John Widlock voiced it, um... He voiced Chucky and Krusty back oh, during okay. the early years uh, after they finished the demo show tapes to kind of, you know, um, yeah. but basically 1983 rolls around, uh, John Woodlock had kind of lost his role. I wouldn't say lost it, but, um, to Scott Wilson, because during an, there was this lost animated Christmas special that was supposed to air somewhere on TV Uh, Now, it's mostly like an animatic, but it's all cartoon and such, so it's not all storyboard. Yeah. And basically, it aired, it did show in the restaurants somewhere on the TVs that they had in there. Like, they didn't want it to go to waste, so they decided maybe we should just let it air in the restaurants during the holiday season. And then they're like, fair enough. But John Whitlock couldn't carry a tune With his Jersey accent. So, um, basically, um, someone turned to Scott Wilson and said, can you sing that? And then Scott Wilson's like, sure. Um, and then basically he, he said that he nailed it the first take. And then Nolan Bushnell pointed to Scott and said, you, you got the role. You're, you're the new Chucky. And then of john Widlock, too um right. <laughs> but basically um and then after during 1983 and after um chucky's personality started to soften up now he did lose the cigar after the no smoking campaign started to push through back then um but he still kind of kept the cane kind of um and then further into the 80s um they invented the rocker stage, which is kind of like a little house. Mm -hmm. And it it was actually kind of a nice little stage. Um, It kind of adds to the creativity. Now, here's... um, During the great arcade crash, do you know that? Arcade crash? What year was that? Somewhere in the 80s. Um, Now, that's when Chuck E. Cheese went bankrupt and was bought by Showbiz Pizza Place. Um, But basically, they decided well, why don't we start to do things together, like in ads and such. And so they kind of started to kind of do things together, like show Chuck E. Cheese and Billy Bob together in photos sometimes during events, and then sometimes in ads. And um, And then that's when it kind of started to just, you know, they kind of came to a bit of a deal they were going to merge the companies and eventually instead of you know it being like pizza time theater inc and just showbiz pizza inc it would then be showbiz pizza time um hmm. and basically during this merge um apparently it was said by aaron Fector that you know they were going to keep the Rockfire explosion like alive that was the name of the band for showbiz pizza place yeah however they said he wouldn't have a say or anything like that with the animatronics or the characters in general even though he's the one who made the characters so Aaron Factor decided to kind of back down from that and instead they created something called concept unification they would tear down all of the Rock of Fire animatronics and kind of retrofit them with the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics And thus, the Tuxedo Chuck era was born. um, Tuxedo Chuck. (laughs) It started in 1989, actually, when the Tuxedo era began. It wasn't very long of an era. um, But basically, you know, they got rid of the cabaret characters. They got rid of the Warblets. They got rid of everything that Pizza Time Theater had. And basically just had these small locations. Um, They still had, like, the rocker stage... But they also invented the one stage, the two stage, um, and they got rid of, like, the balcony stage and such. Like, some of the locations still kept their rocker stages, and I think one location almost still kept its king animatronic before getting rid of it entirely, and then some kept their dolly dimples too, and, you know, other, probably other Artie antlers and such, but they got rid of those too, um... And then let's fast forward to um, somewhere where Scott Wilson kind of left the role of Chucky and passed it on to the same guy who uh, basically voiced Barney. Um, I-, I forgot his name. Um, I think it was somewhat, someone Duncan, kind of. Hmm. this The same guy that voiced Barney. And this voice actor actually voiced the Chuck that I grew up with called Avenger Chuck or Cool Chuck. You know, where he had, like, the, he looked, he had that skater look to him. Yeah, And yeah. basically He's all, kidding. and then that's where he kind of got, well, actually, during the tuxedo era, he became a mouse. And then his snoot just started to shrink on him, and. <laughs> 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 he had plastic surgery, you know. <laughs> yeah, and basically, during venture Truck era. <laughs> <laughs> <What is? laughs> I'm sorry it just feels like he's aging backwards um, right, right. And Basically,
0: what is up with that he was an old brat, rat smoking and all this stuff and then he's yeah and like during mouse.
1: tuxedo he was like a young adult and then yeah. he just eventually became like a teenager um it's like Benjamin then, Button who starts out old <laughs> and gets young dies yeah. as a baby yeah <laughs> basically um But still Avenger Chuck was the one that I grew up with I loved seeing the commercials and they did some for PBS kids I remember that um and basically I just I just used to love going there as a kid it was mostly the Fort Myers location
0: down there because
1: I grew I was raised Floridian okay um but basically You know, like, the Four Myers location, it had the single stage with the one animatronic. That was called the single stage, I believe. Um, And basically, it was just the Chucky animatronic. And over the years, um, everything seemed to be perfectly good until in 2012, they got rid of Duncan, I think that was his name, um, and replaced it with that guy. um, I think it was that guy from that, band called bowling for soup i don't know uh, Bowling
0: for soup
1: i don't know i don't know i don't know okay just <laughs> i forgot his name but yeah. he basically was in a band somewhere and basically he became the new voice of chuck they redesigned chucky again and this time his design became more horrific <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no offense to you new era um, people, but, like, I don't... This era is called the rock star Chuck era. Because he was more into rock and roll and such. And then he was actually voiced by a real um rock and roll star, kind of. Hmm. Like I said before, I, I can't remember all these people's names. But, basically, he is also writing... They're now doing original songs... Um, that were written by Chucky's new voice actor instead of having to license, you know, like copyright and all that with the music. Um, and so we are still in the rock star era. We have no idea when the era is going to change, um, or when we're going to move into a new one. But for now, oh, in this new era, they added, um, they added a rabbit character to the group and she's Hispanic. And it's actually nice that they added another female character in there. Like mm-hmm, don't get me yeah. wrong. I had like, you know, Helen Henny was the only female character, but then they added the Bunny rabbit. and she's she's a very sweet character. Um, So basically, I think that makes about like six of them, kind of, yeah. but basically, the rap, the, because they got rid of the show stages in favor of like a dance floor for live shows only, Don't get me wrong, I actually like live shows, but the animatronics were a big part of the history. And so all the Chuck E. Cheese fans around the world said, Hashtag save our shows, because they were protesting about them getting rid of the animatronics. Like, that's the only reason why they would go there, is because of the history. But, you know, like, times change. We're in this rock star era. And... And I guess you know we're still kind of writing history here, and that's basically how we got to where we are today with the Chuck E. Cheese franchise.
0: And I'm I'm wondering how many of those are still open. Oh,
1: there's plenty yeah. still open. There's I think there's one here uh, nearby that's still open somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, one was permanently closed and then another kind of opened, I guess. Well, I mean, because,
0: you know, of course this, you were talking about the arcade crash, but around that time, um, uh, 77, I think is when the Atari 2600 came out. So console gaming uh, was becoming a real big thing there in the early 80s. Um, So maybe people were just staying home and, you know, arcades were eventually going to slowly go out obviously but um and then what was yeah i just drew a blank um then doesn't a guy or do they still have the animatronic or because i always remember when we took you there was a guy in a costume that came out to be Chucky. yeah they
1: yeah they still have the walk around um okay. characters um And here's a bit of a fun fact. The only guest star that had a walk around was Madame Oink when they went to, like, an event. Like, you know, Uh, there was Chucky and Madame Oink kind of together to kind of promote the restaurant during an event somewhere. Um, But, yeah, there's...
0: You'll, You'll have to find... So, when we took you, of course, being on the spectrum, for you, noise was a huge thing. Like, it took you a while to be able to take you to noisy places, so um, that was an interesting place to start taking you, uh, you know, to help desensitize you, but you really enjoyed it. And then, I don't know what year, but they started selling beer for the adults there.
1: Oh, they used to do that back in the Pizza Time Theater days, Um, but then they stopped selling it or just did it in small quantities. Yeah, cuz um, it's a
0: kids place. I just thought that was funny. Like
1: And that's what hmm. started out some of the fights you see on the news. Oh
0: gosh, I know.
1: Well, I, And during a kid's everywhere. birthday party. Yep. Like what's wrong because with these parents? You're going to hurt these kids' feelings.
0: Parents are um yeah. There's just some people suck. That's all I have to say. Some they people They need to really take a suck.
1: parenting class before they have kids. Well, you know, and I
0: like and I'm sure people have heard this, you know, anybody can own a pet um, or pep, we have pet. What is that that we're trying to get? Um, We're trying to turn animal abuse, certain animal abuse into a felony because it's always been a misdemeanor. So you have all these things with, you know, laws with pets and whatnot, but like anybody can have a kid and that's what's kind of scary. But um, yeah, awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Um
1: And here's some things that happen in the show tapes. Again, you guys can check it out for yourselves on YouTube. There's plenty of show tapes from back in the day that have surfaced online. Even that one lost media ad. We've recovered the audio but we haven't recovered like the full possible animation that goes with it. Um, but we do have they did find some animation cells that look pretty legit. Um, you can and, find
0: one of your favorites and we can post it on our Facebook page if you want. Give me a couple links. Yeah. Um, I'll just remind you.
1: Well, I'll just describe it. Um, Like, get, they can check it out for themselves all over YouTube. It's really no big deal. Just, you guys gotta kind of type in, like, PTT Chuck E. Cheese show tapes and then it'll pop right up. There's a lot of them that surfaced online. Um, And here's one of my favorites that happened commonly in the old show tapes. Um, This was during the John Whitlock era. And it basically, you know, like sometimes Jasper would be a bit of a goofball. He would laugh. um, And sometimes he would, even when Chucky was kind of like upset at him, he would just still be happy-go-lucky and such. And whenever he laughed, Chucky would be like, oh no, no, you better turn off the folk okay, cake dog.
0: <laughs> Is that the Jersey accent?
1: Yeah. And, then, that was a good and one. then he's like, how dare you get that dog started there laughing? And it's... Oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's too funny.
1: Yeah, that's, that has to be the best era. I mean, don't get me wrong, oh, I know I grew up with, like, Avenger slash cool Chuck, but <laughs> I, I, I really like 80s Chuck. He's He's he just too funny. That's funny. It's
0: hilarious. Awesome. That's a lot of information.
1: Yep. Like once I get interest in something and kind of learn the history of it, it yep. just stays in my mind for a very long time. Yep. You have um a lot of the time cuz
0: you'll you'll repeat like you'll you'll go over it like maybe like even movies or shows or whatever and you'll watch it or read it over and over and over again and that's kind of how you remember all this stuff too um but that's um what else was there i don't know if he had changed any certain other subjects but i know um you know some friends that have an undiagnosed uh, boy and he is all into sharks like it's always a certain subject uh two or three certain subjects that they know everything about which is kind of cool so that's i find that interesting that that's always usually mainly on the spectrum um not to say neurotypicals don't have that but it's you know it's it's just one of those traits that i've seen um Kaylee, you know, absolutely loved dinosaurs, so it just—it's kind of cool. But anywho, are we wrapping that up then? We did pretty good, huh? Yep. That was a good chunk. All right, awesome. Then we'll have to think of something for the next show to talk about. Um, I know you have other things that you you, you oh, like and yeah, enjoy. I've so we'll already have to think of up several like, topics. The wheels moving around in your head. Um, cool. I just, uh, we started off with the Chuck E. Cheese one because that's just something that you, you've really been into. Um,
1: yep, I hope everybody yeah. liked this kind of history lesson. Yeah,
0: yeah, awesome. All right, then this is actually, and I meant to say it in the beginning, this is episode 30. We've hit 30. Golf clap, golf clap, <laughs> golf yep. clap. Cool. All right, Awesome. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.